It's me, Cindy. And that's a goat. Hilarious, right? Or maybe it's just me thinking that. See you later, buddy. Thanks for the laughs. I was driving slowly down this dirt road and I heard that, and I was like, huh? Till I saw him or her staring me down. So I stopped, turned the car off, and it was me and him, her, and about six other goats who all had better things to do than harass passersby. And I thought, oh my God, I have to share this. That's the way my brain works. I see, I hear, I learn something cool, unusual, interesting, enlightening, hilarious, and I'm like, I gotta share it. Why? I don't know. I could blame habit, but that's not the whole reason. When I was doing mornings on the radio, I did the daily entertainment report. Make that three daily entertainment reports. So that was a lot of material to gather. Plus, we had plenty of time to talk in between songs and news and weather. So I was always constantly scanning for bits of information, stories, reflections, highlights, offers, ideas, experiences to talk about. It became second nature. A mental filing system, a pad of paper, the notes app on my phone, ripping a page out of a magazine, sorry doctor's office, taking a photo of a poster or a scene or a new product spotted on a shelf at the store. If there's one thing that taught me, it's that there is no limit to what you can talk about, which is helpful when I'm face-to-face with a stranger at a cocktail party or on a long line at the DMV or in a store. I'm not so patient at waiting online, so you better believe I'm going to use that time to chat up the person in front or behind me. If that's you and you don't feel like talking, my apologies in advance, but just to assure you, I'm really good at reading the please stop talking to me signals and will wrap up my chatter and leave you alone if that's the message you're sending. I was just out with my daughter Megan and she wound up deep in conversation with a woman she hadn't known five minutes earlier. After they parted ways, Megan was saying how she learned that from me, that talking to strangers thing. And her secret is to imagine that they're already friends. I don't have to do that. I just know they're going to have something interesting to say. We'll most likely share a couple of laughs. That does seem to be a goal for me. And the time spent will be way more valuable having shared something than if we'd spent that time standing awkwardly, silently, steeped in aggravation. Or maybe that's just how I'd be feeling, because like I said, man, I hate waiting on a line. For as much as I love meeting new people or talking with friends, I already have, I'm also a fan of just hanging out alone. But that wasn't always the case. I used to hate being alone, and I'm not sure how or when it morphed into delightful. I just finished reading Twyla Tharp's book, The Creative Habit, Learn It and Use It. She says being alone is invaluable to your creative process, but if you don't like being alone, you can and should build up your tolerance for solitude. She suggests this, sit alone in a room and let your mind wander to wherever it wants to go. Do this for a solid minute. It'll seem like an eternity to begin with, but eventually it won't seem like that much. Work up to 10 minutes a day. Then start paying attention to your thoughts to see if a goal or a word materializes. If it doesn't, work up to 11 minutes, 12, 13 a day until you find the length of time you need for something interesting to come to mind. There is a Gaelic phrase for this state of mind. It's pronounced something like cunus con wignus, although you'd never know that from the spelling, which means quietness without loneliness. This mindless mental wandering is the art of being alone with your thoughts. Practicing this solitude and the art of being alone with your thoughts is completely different than meditation where you're trying to empty your mind. In this case, you're listening to your thoughts. You're inviting your thoughts to whirl around because you want to know what they offer. 
And once an idea makes itself known, then you're not alone. It's you and your thought, idea, goal, objective as your companion. It's like fishing, which is in the literal bait-on-the-hook, line-in-the-water sense, is a good solitary activity. What keeps you engaged for the hours you might be sitting there waiting for a nibble is the goal of catching the fish. Alone is simply the state of having no one else around. Lonely is how some people feel about that. Lonely is the thing you don't like. Think of five things you'd like to do by yourself. Take a bath, read a good book, wander TJ Maxx, go on a walk in the woods, go to the beach. Think back to the list when being alone begins to bother you, to remember that alone and lonely are not the same thing, and alone sometimes is pretty glorious. Anyway, back to sharing. So I was deeply in the habit and then fell out of the habit, but not so much that I stopped noticing interesting things. I started It's Me, Cindy a full year ago. Happy anniversary. Partly so I could stay in touch with the friends that I had made while I was on the air. Partly so I could stick a toe in the world of podcasting, but partly because I knew there was still a lot of fun stuff to talk about. What's been interesting over this past year is how many things kept coming up again and again. Take that Gaelic Cunus Gon Wignes, which is something of an echo of all the other times we've looked at the beauty and value of letting your mind wander, and the beauty and value of being in nature, maybe hanging with goats, maybe no goats, just being in the woods, and the downside of too much screen time and, and, and talking with strangers for a million reasons, not the least of which is it's a great way to turn a boring line into a fun time, and wabi-sabi, embracing imperfection, which is still just such a perfect concept for me, and how to be happier. It's not rocket science, but sometimes you need a few good ideas to get you there, or you need somebody to tell you that you deserve to be happy. Allow me to help you with that. Ditto the many ways and reasons to be creative. And if you haven't gotten around to any of them yet, I know the subject of procrastination has come up more than a couple of times because, man, I am working hard to conquer that. So over the course of the first year, that is the entirety of season one of this podcast, I meant to talk to you about all these new and varied subjects but found myself returning to a few that must be some kind of cornerstones of who I am, or at least where I'm at right now. Where are we going next? I don't know, but I can tell you I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun, and there will be laughter and maybe more goats, because goats! <laughs> if you like, you can subscribe to the It's Me podcast and get the heads up when new episodes are posted. But mostly it's just me, Cindy, wanting us all to get the best out of life. You, me, <laughs> the goats. 